0: Welcome to the Rough Draft Podcast, the only podcast that is 100% committed to being a podcast. That's right, no other podcast out there gives it their all. We're out here, we're hitting the streets, we're working in the audio mines, and I'm pretty sure the McElroys have already made this joke at some point, so the Rough Draft Podcast is the only podcast that is 100% committed to jokes other people have already made better. I'm your host, Olivia, the world's greatest landscape painting, and today we're going to be talking about setting and literature. The York Review, of which this is the official podcast, is a student-run literary publication that compiles work from students, is edited and published by students, and then a couple clowns make a podcast about it. You can follow us on Twitter, at York Review, and you can stay tuned right here for new episodes of the Rough Draft podcast every two weeks. Setting is a pretty important part of any literature. Sure, there are plenty of stories where the setting is negligible, unimportant, or even non-existent, but for the majority of literature, the context of the story being told is provided through setting. The general components of a setting include the physical location, the time period, and other relevant aspects about the surroundings, like the weather. So let's talk about location. This is a crucial element, because a lot of us filter our experiences in part through the lens of our environment and surroundings. The location is a key part of the context of the story's events. If a character runs into the room with a can of shaving cream and a copy of an old Ella Fitzgerald record and screams at the top of their lungs, there's a different context if it's in your local corner store on a Wednesday afternoon versus if it's an apocalyptic shelter. If a character proudly raises a gold medal over their head and a camera flashes, there's a different context if they're on the winner's podium at the Olympics versus if they're in the home of an Olympic winner at midnight with a ski mask on. Location is kind of a big deal. Where would Great Gatsby be without East and West Egg? There's a lot of elements to location that seem obvious when you talk about them, but are truthfully very easy to mess up. How many writers have just used rain for bonus drama points without really thinking about it, or have set their novel about dark deeds and crime at night? They aren't considering the horror that could come from horrible things happening in broad daylight without anyone doing anything about them. It's easy to just slap a setting on there, but it can be really rewarding and interesting to lovingly craft a location tailored to your story. Time is another important component of setting. This one seems like even more of a no-brainer than the location, but a lot of people will just slap something in the present day or in the 90s or whatever without really thinking about it. And part of that comes in with the fact that people have many misconceptions about certain time periods that can bleed through into their writing if they don't do their research. On the other hand, too much research can leave an audience alienated, just due to the sheer difference in popular cultures or the audience's popular misconceptions. I doubt you'd hear of a fantasy book or a medieval novel naming a character Tiffany, just because that doesn't really jive with most people's common interpretation of the setting. However, Tiffany as a name came from that era, so there really is a fine line to walk with that time component of your setting. Last but not least, your characters are crucial parts of the setting, and I'm not talking about characters as in your protagonist, dootragonist, antagonist, or whatever, I'm talking about the nobodies. I'm talking about the background characters that have one or two interactions with your main cast, the lemonade shop lady who sells the hero a nice pitcher of lemonade, the bellboy who opens the door for the antagonist, or whatever it is that bellboys do, the service industry workers, the random pedestrians, all of them, they are a vital point of the setting. They can add so much flavor and color to a setting and can fit in so naturally that not putting any of them in is a glaring statement. Setting is complex, but you didn't need me to tell you that. All you have to do to see that is look around at our own setting, look at the ways that it interacts with and loops back in on itself, and you can tell. And properly emulating even a part of that in your writing is a tall task, but a rewarding one nonetheless. Rounding out this episode, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to Dame Julie Andrews and Brie Larson, give a shout out to our editor Aaron, I'm very sorry for this one, and our interview manager Cam, who I promise you will have something to do next time, for real this time. And note that our next episode on horror and terror will be coming out on October 22nd, which is three weeks away. We're taking a week off in the middle for our fall break. So we'll have to skip a week in our production cycle too. I've been your host, Akata Nonverba verba or something. And always remember to sit up and straighten your back. You've been slouching in your chair too long. If you're listening to this lying down, go ahead and stretch yourself out. And if you're listening to this standing up, why take care right on.